Hi, this is Steve Downs, the voice of Master Chief Spartan 117, and you're listening to Geekaholics, all things geek. And finish the fight. Chief, out. And welcome back to the Geekaholics, the podcast about all things geek. I'm one of your hosts, Charlie. And I'm Alex. And if you didn't know by the intro, we're going to talk a little bit about Predator today. The, I guess you say the Predator movies in particular, not necessarily the video games or the comic books. But yeah, we might mention them in brief because they do have some, you know, there's a lot of information there that makes them more interesting than they otherwise would be. Yeah, I mean, up until Predators, that's pretty much where you got any backstory for the predator aliens right. or creatures at whatever you want to call yeah. them don't know anything well they have two names uh believe it or not uh that were brought in via the lore um they're called the yatja or the hishkuten depending on which particular sect of of quote unquote <laughs> predators you're talking about it the predator like quote-unquote backstories, the, all the additional stuff is very similar to the Mandalorian stuff in Star Wars. At least it, it is to me. Cause I don't know that much about the Mandalorian backlore, so I can't really speak to that. I'm, I'm just saying in the fact that you don't know shit because of the movies. It's all, here, read this yeah. extra crap, yeah. and then this is where you get it from. Yeah, read these 20 years worth of comic books. <laughs> and it, it's actually kind of, because, you know, we earlier I said I forgot my headphones. Uh-huh. It's a little weird not hearing that echo. <laughs> I think that... I, First time in five years I haven't heard that when we were po- recording a podcast. Right. So, uh, we're going to talk about Predator. Yep. Um, now that is Predator, Predators, or sorry, Predator, Predator 2, AVP, ugh, yeah. AVP 2, Predators. Did I forget any of the actual live action stuff? Mm-mm, oh, no. no, I did. There was that fan made one um, Predator the Dark Ages, I believe. I don't know anything about that. It's about but an 18, you- 20 minute fan-made project we'll just kind of talk about it first okay uh set in like medieval times and he's out in the english countryside hunting people and it's like him yeah. in a night it's actually really well done it's it's worth the 20 minutes to watch makes sense you forgot about aliens versus predator requiem oh god there's a third yeah, one no, i they, thought that was no, two no alien oh versus predator god. is the first one and then alien versus Gag predator requiem is dick. a sequel to that it's not great those fucking movies. There's only been a few movies I've ever felt that I needed to walk out of the theater on and ask for a refund. Alien vs. Predator is, is one of those. I didn't. I stuck through that till the end like a fucking rusty nail through the foot. But it oh, it was not good. Yeah, you know, for something that hi- was hyped for so long. I mean, the Alien vs. Predator sort of, uh, I'll use air quotes here, you know, uh, franchise had existed long before that. Cause yeah, you it was had an the, arcade game. Well, not only that, but you had the Aliens vs. Predator comic books from Dark Horse. Yep. And then they did all, a whole series on, on Aliens vs. Predator. Then you also had the um, computer games where you could be the Alien, the Predator, or the Marines. I don't yeah. remember that, the Colonial Marines, was that it? To the best of my knowledge, there exists four... Alien versus Predator games. No, five. You have the first Alien versus Predator, which is an old arcade game that was ported over to the SNES, which is a side-scrolling beat-em-up. And you played as Predators. As Predators or humans, depending on how many players you had. Yeah, because the aliens were overrunning Earth. Right. Then the next one I know of was on either the Sega CD or the Sega Saturn. Um. (laughs) <laughs> Not great. Uh, then the first really, really good one that captured the whole thing was the one you were just talking about, the one on PC. Um, they sequelized that one, and then they brought over a port slash remake that was on the PS. I, I want I know for sure it's on the 360, but I don't know if it was on the PS3 or not. I'm going to assume yes. I would assume so. Um, and that was just Alien versus Predator. And again, you played as the Marines, the humans. The Xenomorphs, or more commonly known as the Aliens, and the Predators themselves. 
The only other one, this one was really obscure. I didn't know too many people who played it. Alien vs. Predator Extinction. It was a goddamn RTS. I thought it got canned. I didn't know it was No, ever it existed. I've played it. I actually kind of want to play that one. Yeah, I like RTSs. <laughs> you, uh, uh, I mean, playing as the aliens was kind of fun. You know, you sent the facehuggers into the enemy bases, and then you'd send the drones in to collect the the bodies and and bags yeah you could you could uh you could breed praetorians um but we're talking about predators not xenomorphs um that one brought in the pred alien something that people have been crazy for for some reason it's a crossbreed between the xenomorphs and the and the predators yeah it's uh yeah whatever um but anyway uh those are the only games i know of if there are any more, um, I don't know them. I, I don't either. As so. far as Predator-only games are concerned, um, the only one that I've ever played was Predator Concrete Jungle on the PS2. I don't even remember that one. And <laughs> that was, I mean, it was it was a third-person action platformer where you played as a Predator and you had access to all their various weaponry, the plasma casters and the spears and the dart guns and the discs and everything like that. And it was, it was kind of interesting, you know, um, it didn't really come off the rails until the end where you were hand to hand fighting a guy who had somehow managed to genetically him enhance himself with predator DNA. Oh boy. Yeah, Cause that's how science works. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it got really bizarre there at the end. Uh, but up until that point, it was a, it was a stealth action platformer, which was actually really fun, yeah. but that's the only predator only game I know of. And I can't think of. I mean, I know we're not talking about aliens, but I know there's a couple alien games. But yeah. game wise, I can't really think of any outside of what you mentioned. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, if we ever do a xenomorph or alien podcast, massive air quotes, alien pro- podcast, we'll discuss the. Uh, we do that. We'll get travesty Eddie. that was colonial marines. We'll get Eddie on for that because yeah. I would be completely worthless in that. Yeah. Even if I just watched them all, I'd still be like. Eh. Yeah, no, I get that, especially after the second one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Alien Three and Alien Resurrection; those are embarrassing, and I just try to pretend they don't exist, like and I do with Alien vs Predator. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I guess we might as well get into the movies at this point. Sure. Uh, so that drops us in with one of Arnold's most famous lines ever. Get to the job. Come out, me, some bitch. I don't think he ever says that. He says, "Get to the chopper." Well, he says, "Get to the chopper," but I don't think he ever says, "Get come at me, you son of a bitch." He, towards the end, he says that, or that would be funny. fucker, or something along yeah. those lines. When he's when he first figures out that they they use heat to see, they use infrared to see. Oh, I'm he here. Says, kill I'm me. Here to kill I'm me, here. You son of a yeah. Bitch. Yeah, something like that. Um so they were created by Jim and John Thomas and of course the film adaptation happened I think in 1987. Yeah, it, it's 8790 um, uh were the first two movies. Mm-hmm. In 2005 or 20, um, no, 10. 2010 was Predators. Initially, the um the Predator was played by Kevin Peter Hall. Uh, he wasn't originally supposed to be played by Kevin Peter Hall, as a matter of fact. Um, originally, they had cast Jean-Claude Van Damme See, now that as, the, cool. as the Predator. The problem was little short. <laughs> is that uh, Sonny Benitez, Carl Weathers, and Arnold Schwarzenegger were so tall that it mm-hmm. was impossible for them to make Jean-Claude uh, physically imposing compared mm. to them. <laughs> um, so Kevin Peter Hall, who was seven foot two. Yeah. Um, was tapped to play the Predator, and he brought kind of a um, a tribal dancer's vibe to the to the Predator, which is why a lot of his movements are pretty unique and uh, everything like that. Because the Predator with Arnold had the Hunter Predator, correct? Remember, <sighs> it's no, commonly referred to as the Jungle Hunter. And then when the Warrior were the shorter ones with the bow staffs, weren't they? Or do I have them flop flip flopped? I, I, I can think you've got them. I think you've got them flip flopped. You're confusing the um, Yatja with the Hish Q10. The Hish Q10 were the ones that um, were uh, 
Okay, this is really confusing. In the movie Predators, they referred to as the Black Super Predators. A lot of people think that those are the Hishku-10, which were mentioned way back in the comic books, which is a subspecies or, or splinter species of the original Yajja, who are bigger and more aggressive, and um, constantly fight the, uh, the Yajja. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, but the one in the, in the Arnold movie, the first Predator movie, that's definitely a Yajja. Um, if you remember in Predators, I mean, they're pretty distinct from one another. Oh, yeah. Especially and, and with Predator, the masks Well, off. they even say the big guys hunt the little guys. Yes. And I say they because uh, Larry Fishburne was playing, like, multiple people in his brain. Yes. So. <laughs> yes, yes, he certainly was. Um, and, and this one was also kind of, well, you know, it's 80s action movie, so you had a bunch of wrestlers <laughs> And old bodybuilders and stuff. In it. Yeah. I mean, Carl Weathers, of course. Uh, Sonny Jesse Benitez. Ventura. Jesse Ventura. Um, Sonny Landem. Um, um, of course, Arnold himself, obviously. A lot, mm. of, a lot of big, burly guys, action guys. Yeah, and I'm trying to remember because I can't... I didn't watch that one today. I've watched two and Predators. Mm-hmm. Uh, the little... Oh... Yet. Give me a second. I've got it pulled up here. Was it Richard Chavez? Poncho? Was he like one of the first ones that died? No. No, that was um, Hawkins. Hawkins was the first one of Shane Arnie's Black. team to die. Shane Black. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah. That's correct. They actually brought him in to help write for the movie. Huh. And he was under the assumption that he was there to act in the movie, and he refused to write for them. He was only going to be an actor, and that's why they killed him off really early in the movie. I see. Because, like, we don't want you for an actor. You're a writer. We're the only an actor. The only a little bit of actor tidbit I know is that apparently uh, um, Sonny Landham, I think is his name. The mm-hmm. guy who plays, um, oh, shit. I'm, I'm pulling up here. So, uh, Billy. 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 Yeah. Apparently he is an asshole <laughs> and was extremely difficult to work with. Doesn't, doesn't surprise me. Um, You know. Uh, one thing that I've always thought was hilarious about Predator is at the end, when they're showing the characters, they're doing the cast role. Uh-huh. All of the cast looks at the camera and smiles, does a little pose, you know, except for Arnie, who just has a production still. <laughs> yeah. He refused. I, I don't know why he would not do just like a like a look at the camera and smile pose. I guess he thought it would uh, it wouldn't be cool. Oh, Kevin Peter Hall was also Harry and Harry and the Hendersons. Yeah, yeah, they picked him up right after he finished with that role. As a matter of fact, he died at age thirty five. He died right before the premiere of Predator Two. He was the Predator in Predator Two. He was, yes, he was. Um, but yeah, he died. He's also the right. helicopter pilot at the end of the first film. Huh, that I didn't know. But I knew that he. I, I do know that he died just before the premiere of Predator Two. He, yeah, that was pretty bad. But out of <clears throat> out of all the Predator movies, I would I would well, honestly say this is probably my favorite, followed by Predators. Yeah. Now, when I was younger, I used to enjoy Predator Two. <laughs> um, now, a uh, Dan Glover. <laughs> He's <laughs> sorry. I like his. Movies. I don't want to take. They're, I don't want to take anything away from Danny Glover, but like, <laughs> oh, we're, we'll get there here in a minute. Okay. All when right. we get to, pre- I, I rewatched it today. Okay. And I was just like, I'm too old for this shit. Oh man, the acting in this isn't even B rate. It's like C rate. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, no, and no. you know, Predator is one of those movies I'll usually go back and watch. I watch once it a some... year or once every other year. I watch it with some regularity. Like I have the, I just bought the triple feature. Uh-huh. It's got Predator, Predator Two, and Predators in it. And honestly, I do that with just about all of Arnold's yeah. old '80s, early '90s movies. <sighs> not anymore. Not really. Uh, I own most of those old ones. Yeah, I mean it's fine. You know, I don't want to take anything away from him, but you know, looking back, it's all schlock. Yeah, yeah. But you know, that was every '80s and early '90s movie. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, one thing to mention real quick before we get too far into the like the whole meat of the thing is initially the Predator was supposed to be uh, it's supposed to have a really long neck and a canine head and a single eye. 
And the only reason they didn't do that is because it proved impossible to shoot in the jungle. Yeah, you'd get caught on everything. Yeah, apparently it was just Im- Im- implausible. It also looked like a giant penis flopping around. <laughs> yeah. So I'm glad they went with yeah. what they did. But uh, uh, Stan Winston was flying on a plane with James Cameron, of all people. And James, James Cameron, Cameron. yeah, uh, Stan Winston was, was sitting there and sketching things and everything, like just coming up with nothing. And James Cameron stopped him and said, you know, I've always wanted to see something with mandibles. Vagina dentata. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that's the, the production or the, uh, the, um, the design concept was, was done right after that. And you can see a little picture of it. Right there, mm-hmm. the I've early seen that design. Before. Yeah, the early design concept. It just sort of looks like a pair of hands yeah. overlapping each other in front of its mouth. Um, yeah, much cooler in the finished product. Yeah, I mean, I think they nailed it. Nailed the you know the nail on the hit the nail on the head with with that design anyway. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's one of the more iconic. I I guess I'll call them monsters. I don't really. Yeah, iconic monsters of Hollywood. Sure, them, them, and the Xenomorphs both are. Oh yeah, definitely. Maybe I should say of modern cinema, so it takes Godzilla and them, puts right. them in their own category. Yeah, I mean, you know, they're on the list of easily recognizable monsters. You know, if you put a picture of there, somebody's gonna know what that is. Oh yeah, you know. Whereas if you put up a picture of, you know, say like Pumpkinhead, for example, people are like, "Who the fuck is that?" <laughs> <laughs> So, what do you want to talk about on the first movie? Well, I mean, for starters, one of the things that I thought was so cool was just overall the the technology that the creature had. You know, you had the plasma caster and you had the light bending camouflage and, you know, all his little tricks and gizmos and everything like that. I thought it was all very, you know, unique and cool, you know, because here's this thing with all this mind-blowing technology and he's still using... What equates to a, a knives and a gun. A giant knife and a gun. Yeah, yeah. A gun. Um, you know, the creature design itself was super cool. You know, um, I was enamored uh, with both Predators and uh, Alien when I was a kid. Um, this is me surprised. Um, <laughs> this is me not surprised. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when they came out with a line of toys for both. Uh, I did everything I could to get my hands on as many of them as I possibly could. Um, With the Predators, it was just Predators. They didn't have any enemies or anything like that. So, Mm -hmm. you know, they ended up fighting G.I. Joes. I mean, that's essentially what they fought in the first movie. Um, And then, of course, the aliens had their own line, which maybe we'll discuss some other time. That one got completely out of control. Uh, The Predators was a lot more subdued. I had, personally, I had... um, they they had the movie ones, the ones from the movies, and then they had uh, um, their own unique Predators, just, you know, different looking ones. Um, I had one of the unique ones. It was called Broken Tusk. It had a uh, one of its bottom tusks, which were huge for some reason, was broken off. I actually remember that one. And then I had the Jungle Hunter and the camouflaged Jungle Hunter. Which is probably the biggest waste of money ever. It's a, it's a hunk of semi clear plastic. So like the Force Ghost and the Star yeah. Wars toys. Yeah, you can't you can't even pick up any like details on the figure. <laughs> it's just a. I mean, you can tell that it has features, but you can't see any of them because it's semi clear plastic. But he looked cool. And then, um, and then I had the City Hunter as well, uh, from Predator Two. Uh. I mean, you know, it's fairly common 80s action schlock. You know, if it wasn't for the Predator, if it was just some guys going through the the mountains with, with bad guys trying to hunt them down, I would say it was boring as shit. Big guys with big guns. Yeah, big guys with big <laughs> guns tromping through the jungle while other big guys with big guns try to kill them. I mean, I would say that that's, you know, really boring shit if it hadn't been for the Predator. With the Predator involved... You know, I mean, there's so many iconic scenes about it. There's the scene where they all open up on the One Whatever. Direction in the jungle, you know, mm-hmm. and they just basically unload all of their ammo under this little section of jungle. Yeah, that's, Je- that's when you get to see Jesse mow down, well, his name's not Jesse, in this, but Jesse the Body of Ventura just mow down everything mm- with the minigun. No, he doesn't mow down shit. He's dead before that happens. 
Well, the, the, I'm talking about the Sunny part Le- um, where um, he does that. Like, that always sticks with me. I should have prefaced it a little different. Yeah, The Mac, part where he mows everything down for no reason, it's always kind of stuck with me. But he doesn't. He gets He's his chest that... blown out before that scene even happens. No, maybe I should have watched Predator. Yeah, he, uh, it's Mac, his friend Mac. I can't think of the actor's name right Bill now. Bill Duke. Bill Duke, yeah. It's Bill Duke who picks up the minigun and mows everything down. Yeah, Jesse, Ven- Jesse Ventura is dead at that point. Yeah, he's dead at that point. He uh, he got shot once in the in the back, and then again in the chest. There's just a big, huge hole blown through him. Uh, he opens up with it a little bit in the in the preceding scene where they take out the the uh, the gorillas, but it's brutally short. the The scene you're thinking of, where they're all opening up into the jungle, uh, he's dead. Um. But everybody remembers that, um, and of course everybody remembers the the fight at the end between Arnie and the and the alien, and Arnie crushes him with a big rock or yep, a log. Yep. I'm not sure which. It was a log, wasn't it? It's either a log or a, or a rock. If it was a rock, I don't know how the hell he got it up there. So I'm guessing log. <laughs> Um, well, and I, I'm I'm pretty sure it's a log because in Predators there was a lot of subtle cues to the original movie, not so much to two, but the original movie. I've always thought of Predator Two as that one that everybody just tries to forget. <laughs> well, when we get to Predator Two, yeah, the the directors and 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 creators of Predators basically said, you know what, that that's a parallel universe and doesn't exist, right. So I mean, when they, when they're saying that, and they've said that Predators is the actual sequel to Predator. Yeah. Yeah. Predator Two. No, but other than that, I mean, it's just a, it's just an interesting creature, and that's why I continue watching that movie. Like I said, if it was just plain old eighties action schlock, I wouldn't mm-hmm. bother. I think something also lends to that movie being as watchable as it is. Is because everybody but Arnold gets mowed down early. Had they, you know, made it all the way to the end with him, I don't think there's that sense of urgency in it at all. You're not really pulling for Arnie because he's got the big team. Yeah. The fact that they all get weeded out pretty early on. Yeah, so now it's man versus unknown jungle monster. Man versus monster. Instead of group of big guys versus monster, yeah, versus chupacabra. There's there's so many things that make me laugh about that. Like the part where he figures out that the mud will mask his thermal signature, but it really, wouldn't. and he's like sitting there seriously smearing it on himself like it's war paint. I'm just like, what? Well, and that the other thing is mud would work some, but not as well. You know, once it dries, yeah, it's not really going to matter. Yeah, it's squat. Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna. Once it's the same temperature as his body, it's not going to matter. Um, yeah, I just, I always laugh whenever he's smearing the the mud on like it's war paint, and then the part where he makes his own bow and and the the arrow goes through a tree. Yeah. <laughs> It's Robin Hood now. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? There's no universe in which a handmade bow would put an arrow through a tree. But, you know, it's that 80s montage. Not that montage. you could bend anyway. I mean, you might be able to construct it, but would you be able to bend it and string it? Hell no. And then what did he string it with? You know, that went, kind of tension. He went and got the, the intestines from his dead buddies and strung it into rope. Well, and... now that definitely wouldn't work. <laughs> no, I mean, like, he'd have to have, like, steel cable or something like that in order to string a bow with that much power involved in it. So yeah, it's little things like that. And then he barely uses it. I mean, that would have taken him days to do and he doesn't even fucking use it. He but had they, better options. Yeah, they wrap it all up in a like in a in a couple of hours. His whole scene is his whole building his weapons and setting his traps thing seems to take just like a few hours and that bow no. Fletching the arrows and everything like that, forget it. Yeah, but it's typical 80s action schlock. You know, you don't want to use a whole lot of logic because if you do, the whole thing falls apart. Yeah, that that's a lot of 80s movies. Yeah. <laughs> even even Terminator and, I mean, T2 is, what, 92? Well, anytime you introduce time travel into anything, you have to automatically suspend all of your disbelief. 
So with with Terminator, any you know, time travel, forget it. Shut your brain off because if you don't, none of this is going to make sense. <laughs> so do we want to go on and talk about two? I'm not sure. going to refer to it as the abomination that's coming up later. No, um, it's not an abomination. Terminator two or Terminator two. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> Predator two is what I like to describe Predator RoboCop because that's pretty much the feel of the movie. Takes, I'm not wrong. Takes place in the futuristic year uh, of 1997. Quote unquote future. Yeah, the futuristic year of 1997, where everything is the same. People just put a whole lot of unnecessary shit on their guns. Uh huh. Um, you know, and L.A. of course is basically a demilitarized zone. It's Detroit and RoboCop. <laughs> it's Detroit. <laughs> it's it, it, RoboCop. Detroit was the same way. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's the far flung future of 1997 where nobody's air conditioner works nope. anywhere. Nope. Well, it, they did that believable, gritty future from you know ten years in the future, even though it was only seven at that point. But you know, RoboCop did it. Predator t- Two did it. Like a lot of those. What year did RoboCop take place? I thought it was in like the 2020s or something. I don't remember, but I'm just saying that cut that look, that feel. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, we can all feel, we can all believe that Detroit will look like. That. <laughs> Detroit ain't like going to be standing yeah, at I that mean, point. Yeah, it probably looks like that now. You know. So uh, let's see. Uh, it was done in 1987. I don't uh-huh. care when it was done. It just says a dystopian blobby bloop. Yeah, maybe they don't give a year. Who knows? I don't remember. I haven't seen the original RoboCop in probably like 10 years. I've watched it once. Why the fuck is this popular? Yeah, it's kind of one of those things. It's like, wow, he's so horrendously slow at everything he does. Well, and it was one of those, it was done in 1987, same uh-huh. time as Predator. It was just one of those things, I think, because I, I watched it when I got older. So I think it's one of those, if you watched it when you were younger, yeah. you've got you know, the fond memories of this stuff. You watch it when you're older, it's like, what the yeah. hell? Robocop's Robocop is sort of like um a predator in a lot of ways in that, you know, it's it's one of those movies from my childhood. Um plus Robocop, you know, getting off topic here slightly, but Robocop is a Paul Verhoeven movie, and I love Paul Verhoeven movies. It doesn't actually give a year, it just says the immediate near future. So okay. probably ni- let's go with nineteen ninety seven. Nineteen ninety seven. Yeah, it's it's two thousand 17, and we don't even have RoboCop quality technology. Oh, God, giant (laughs) Mausers. Yeah. Ding. Anyway, uh, so uh, Predator 2 takes place in the horrible dystopian future of 1997. And there's a lot of big-name actors, people that become bigger-named actors in it, but the acting is, like, not episode too bad, but it's like George Lucas directed it. It's over-the-top. Except for when Lucas directs something, there's like no emotion. This is way too much way emotion. Too much emotion. <laughs> like I want you to be happy, angry, scared, and pissed all at once. Oh, yep. Do it all. all at once. Do right it louder. Now. Yeah, and afraid of heights. Don't forget afraid yeah, of heights. Afraid of heights. <laughs> I'm, I'm badass LAPD cop. Oh, uh, yeah. Afraid of heights. <laughs> all that was been most of the movie on on the rooftops. So long before, of course, Predator Two would have come out, I would have seen Lethal Weapon and Lethal Weapon uh, Two. Because both of those, as far as I know, came out before Predator 2 did. And Danny Glover was well into his, I'm too old for that shit. He's getting grumpy old man. Yeah, yeah, he's a grumpy old man. And the the thought process involved in casting him as the movie's hero is something I would be very interested to actually hear. Like, I want to listen to the commentary track. Remember, he was a popular star back then, though. Okay, yeah, but still, you go from Arnold to Danny Glover. Danny, I'm too old for this shit, Glover. Even in the Lethal Weapon movies, he didn't do that much action shit. Yeah. He was he was more of a foil to keep... Um, <laughs> so, so what you're saying is it should have been Samuel L. Jackson going, Get back here, motherfucker! I mean, at least I would have bought that. You know? Uh, I I just... I never bought into Danny Glover. Damn, and Gary Busey's in it. My fucking city. And Gary Busey's in it. He's not the only one. There's and the, the other guy, his um, partner buddy. Alec Baldwin. Or, yeah, no, it's Adam... Alec- Alan Baldwin, I Alan, think, in that one. Yeah, whatever the fucking guy is. One in, of the Baldwins. Some, one of them Baldwin people. Um, uh, but Gary Busey, he's fucking nuttier than squirrel <laughs> shit. <laughs> You're being nice. <laughs> and, and, you know, all I can imagine that whole time is, you know, 
Danny Glover walking around on set going, I'm too old for this shit. And Gary Busey <laughs> spouting. <laughs> yeah. Gary Busey <laughs> spouting. God only knows what it, whenever the cameras are off of him, you know? And, uh, you know, of course, Bill Paxton, Bill Paxton is in it. That was the other one. I was like, it's yeah. Bill. It's, it's the twister guy. I can't remember um, his name. And Maria Conchita Alonso. Yep. Uh, and uh, I don't know who plays Danny. Danny, Danny, Danny. Ruben, um, Ruben Blades. Okay. I've never seen, I don't know of anything else that he's in. I'm sure he was in other things or still is in other things, but I don't remember he's anything. He's still alive. Um, well, he's actually been quite a bit. So, Quite fun little bit of trivia. Um, did you know that Bill Paxton is the only actor who has been killed by a xenomorph, a predator, and a terminator? And a tornado. No, <laughs> no, he didn't get killed by a tornado. I know, he survives in Twister. Yeah, he's the only one you know, that's that been did, killed by the big three. You think it would have been like Sean Bean. Yeah. I mean, really? No, yeah. <laughs> Not no. Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton is the, was, I should say was. Rest in peace, Bill. Uh, but... Uh, he was the only actor to have been killed by the big three. Because hmm. if you remember, he's one of the punks at the beginning of the Terminator. Yep. And then, of course, he gets killed at the end of Aliens. Yep. Well, I, you I, haven't I will, seen Aliens, I will, but yep, yeah. I'll agree with that. Yeah. But he gets killed in Aliens. You I know, know he's. In you've it. heard the lines. How do I get out of the chick? How did this chicken shit outfit? Uh, yeah. Game over, man. Game <laughs> over. That's all, come Bill. Out at night, mostly. Yeah. No, that's Newt. <laughs> that's that's the little girl, isn't it? Yeah, that's Newt, the little girl. Um, and then of course Thank in this one, he plays a <laughs> new cop that uh, joins um, Danny Glover's precinct, and he gets killed Ranger by the predator cop. on a on a train on the subway. Yeah, subway train. So yeah, interesting little bit of trivia there. But for some reason, when I was younger, I remember liking this one a little better than the other one. I don't know if maybe I just saw it more or. If I also played Alien vs. Predator, so I don't know if... Again, I like the... Was it the Warrior Predator? Sorry, no. The Hunter that had the bow staff. So I don't know if maybe it's like, well, that's the, you know, little kid logic. Mm-hmm. I like... <laughs> I like the uh, Predator with the bow staff. This one's throwing it at something that looks like the bow staff. It's the same alien. I like this one. Yeah. So I don't know if it was that or what, but... Yeah, I rewatched it today, and I'm like, ooh. Got a case of the shoe buddies, as Ron White would say. <laughs> ooh, shoe buddy. It's not a good movie. Yeah, no, it's it's not great. Because they take a lot of the stuff, and I, I was you know watching that today, quote unquote watching while I was doing other stuff, and I was like, did they even watch the first movie when they made this one? They take like the established ground rules out pretty much, and then occasionally like, oh yeah, wait, no, he's only supposed to kill people if they're armed. So the entire train is now armed. And earlier he was like killing people that weren't armed. There's Such a couple. As? There's a couple people that didn't have weapons when he killed them, like uh, uh, um, goddamn, why can't Ramirez? Not Ramirez. That that's a racist thing. Hold on, what's his name? Ramirez. Uh, Danny Archuleta. The his buddy, he had a gun. He didn't have. Did he have a gun at that point? He had point? a gun. No, that I must have missed that. But there was yeah. other times where I swear he was killing people that didn't have an have a weapon on him. Not that I recall. And he just randomly likes beef. <laughs> oh, he really likes beef. Okay. Well, you know, I mean, it's an easy source of food. They don't hunt for food. I know that. They hunt for sport. So, you know, it's a giant slaughterhouse district, you know, beef left refrigerated, unsupervised. It makes sense. And then they're like, oh, we coated this entire thing with radioactive dust. Oh, and they're like, Jesus. I'm running in here all without suits or anything. Yeah, the whole thing. He what likes heat, fuck? so we're going to try to freeze him. No, dude, no. No, they're mammals. They're not reptiles. It's been established in the lore that they're mammalian. So you're not going to freeze them <laughs> the way you would a snake. Yeah, that's not going to work. There's just so many things. It's like ooh. there's so many things wrong with that movie, you know. Uh, that was making a sequel for the sake of making a sequel to make money. Yeah, uh, the the animatronics in the in the Predator's face in the first film. I mean, you could see the actor's eyes, so you kind of got you know there was a there was a there was a identifiable element with the creature. You could see intelligence. Its head was almost fully animatronic in this one. Like the part where it wakes up and says motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's all animated weird and everything. It just looks, <laughs> also it's we'll comical. Call it pussy mouth in this one. Yeah. It's comical. It makes me, yeah, they're the, yeah, their their inner throat, the back of their mouth or their throat looks like a vagina, you know? Um, funnily enough, I was watching some movie with someone, uh, at one point, And they said to me, why is it that anytime there's an alien something, it always looks like a vagina. Thank Captain Kirk. <laughs> and I, I think we were watching Starship Troopers and it's the part of the movie where the, the, the spike comes out of the things, the, the brain bugs face. And it just looks like a, the, the giant spike coming out of a vagina. And, and she looks at me and why is it with aliens? Everything's a vagina. And then the more I think about guys it, guys are like, making the movies. Yeah, okay, <laughs> aliens and Predator and Starship Troopers and yeah, everything looks like a fucking vagina. I don't know, um, but yeah, the the animatronics were bad. The action was bad. The main character was completely unbelievable in his own universe. I did like that they introduced a lot more things for the Predators. Instead of the first one where all he had was a couple of knives and a plasma caster, now he's got the spear, he's got the net, he's got the dart gun, he's got... The discus or the frisbee disc. or whatever you want yeah, to call it. Yeah, he's got all these different things. The disc I never really bought because it's like, how does he catch it? Captain America shoots. Yeah, but he go, but Captain America like catches it by the edge. The edge mm-hmm. of the disc is razor sharp. It'll cut off all of his fingers. So he sticks his fingers through the top of it as it passes? Yeah, totally. He's a badass. Oh, please. <laughs> um, I like the uh, the disc that they used in Alien vs. Predator. The one that looks like the thing from Krull. Did you ever see Krull? No. Okay, it's a terrible movie anyway. But it's it looks more like a, it's like a saucer about that big. And then when they get ready to throw it, all these um, spines come out with razor sharp blades at the end and they throw that that one i can buy because it's, it's coming back maybe as a as a return mechanism it just retreats into itself and all they do is catch the blank disc but that one no <laughs> i'd also like to point out that another really bad inconsistency Glover, can you in that right out of the building yeah and and another uh, huge inconsistency in that instant inconsistency in that movie is the part where gary Busey gets cut in half by the disc mm-hmm his top half never falls. His, they cuts his no, head. No, cut him in half. I, I've just watched because his day. legs fall his... to the ground and they cut him in half. I don't remember. I, but cause... his top half never falls on top of his legs. I thought it was just his head. Nope. I just watched that today and I could have sworn it nope. was his head. They, they cut, cut him cut in half, right at the waist. It doesn't matter. It's bad. yeah, but you know that's just one of the, another one of those inconsistencies. I'm like, what the fuck. And then Danny Glover manages to kill the Predator when Arnold of Spec Ops couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. Crushed him with a giant log, you know, blew him up two or three times. Still couldn't. And then the other Predators just magically show up and like, oh, we're going to take our dead back, which is fine. I understand that. Here, take this. Yeah, here's this old gun. What the hell do I want with this old gun? Yeah, what am I going to do with this? What was the gun? Raphael something? uh, Andalini. Or Yeah, they're old. Okay, so all this was done for was to establish that the Predators are old and they've been doing this for a long time. Right. I didn't need to see a date to know um, that. Neat little piece of trivia. Kevin Peter Hall was a huge fan. Uh, apparently so was Danny Glover. And all the Predators at the end are members of the Los Angeles Lakers. I knew it was a sports team. Yeah, I didn't remember what sports team, though. They couldn't find any uh, enough actors that were tall enough, so they tapped the Los Angeles Lakers to come in and put these costumes (laughs) on. If all you're looking for is tall people, I think you found it on a basketball team. Uh, That's really all there is worth saying about that one. And then at the end, just so they can make it like the first one, Danny has to outrun the jet wash from their ship taking off. You know, and so he gets covered in ash too. It's like, what's the point of that? You know, do they need rockets to take off? They didn't land with rockets. I don't don't know. know. But anywho, yeah, it's just, it's a bad movie when you get right down to it. It's got its good parts, but people usually give it a pass because it's Predator, but I don't, I'm not that merciful. 
So next on the list, uh, release release wise, would be Alien vs Predators. Yeah. Uh, is that one? Do I remember correctly saying that one is rated PG thirteen? Yeah. Probably. Oh boy. <laughs> let's take Alien and Predator, which are both rated R. Uh-huh. Let's make them PG thirteen so more yeah. people can see them. <sighs> Hold on, I'm getting it pulled up. I'm curious. 2004 was when that yeah. fucking abomination was released. Uh, da, 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 da. Where's the rating? I'm having trouble finding the rating. Um, but this is one of the few movies I actually almost got up and walked out of the theater in. Another one was The Dictator. I lo- but I only paid a dollar for The Dictator, so I didn't feel completely ripped off. I felt ripped off. Not completely ripped off, though. I paid like eight bucks to go see AVP. And when... You know, I get what they try to do. They try to mimic Predator a lot in this one. Because you've got your big group of hunters. They're going around. They're hunting the single xenomorph. And he mows them down. To begin with, it's only one. And I just... There's so much wrong with that movie. I just I can't. Well, the problem that I made, the main problem that I had with the movie is the fact that the aliens versus predator, that story already exists, and I'm not talking about the games. I'm talking about the comic books and the novelizations of the comic books, and the story that's in Alien versus Predator is a hell of a lot more compelling than the one they tried to tell in this one. It's fundamentally the same, except the aliens have a ship, or the predators have a ship that has a queen alien on it. And they land on a planet, and they start having the queen produce eggs, which they then use to, um, air quotes, infect some of the local animal population. And there's a human settlement on this planet as well. And then the aliens basically get out of control and start killing off the predators and all of the colonists until... At the end of it, there's really just one of the hunters and uh, a female colonist left. The main difference there is that the um, the last remaining female colonist, she actually goes with the Predators and goes back to their home planet because when she was marked by the hunter she was with as part, part of that of the clan, tribe. she was part of that clan. So they took her with them. She ends up with her own suit of predator armor, her own mask, her own weapons, everything like that, and does her hair and the dreads and everything like that, and she ends up adapting to their lifestyle, and then they did, like, a sequel to it where she's been on hunts with the predators, but she's never been really accepted as one of them, and she tries to rejoin human society, and the aliens get loose again, and blah, 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 blah. Like I said, the the predators are very Mandalorian-like. If someone's never seen it, they're like, well, what is it? (laughs) They're Mandalorian. Yeah. Go with the, that. But the basic fundamental premise, they decided to set it in modern day Earth, and the predators have come to Earth, and way back in the distant past, they taught humans how to build pyramids so that they could hunt the xenomorphs here? Yeah. On Antarctica. <laughs> and it is PG-13. I looked it up yeah. finally. Okay. For starters, again... The predators, they are mammalian, so they could survive in Arctic temperatures for a limited amount of time. Um, But why? Why would they deliberately come to Earth to have humans be the, the hosts for the xenomorphs? And then once one of their hunts gets out of control, they destroy the whole thing, wipe out a civilization, and then just suddenly decide that instead of having the humans worship them as gods, they're just going to treat them like any other prey. Plot device? What? I mean, but the plot doesn't make any sense. If they had used the story from the original story, you know, and twisted a little bit to suit their own needs or whatever, they could have done it in the future. You know, making the Wayland yutani Company something that people recognize from the Aliens franchise. You wouldn't because you haven't seen no, Aliens, but, you know... Um, Even I know what it is. Okay, so... But it's something that people recognize with their colonization efforts and everything like that. You could have brought in the Bishop, you know, the, the Carl Bishop Wayland. You could have brought him in as an android or whatever, which is what they did in Aliens versus Predator. 
and or the game, I mean, and you know, just make it more believable overall. You got the the colonial marines that you can get involved in the whole thing and it just it opens a lot of doors. Whereas with this one, they decided to do it in a fucking ancient Mayan slash Aztec <laughs> slash Aztec pyramid that somehow magically changes its shape every 10 minutes, you know, where a alien queen has been lying dormant all this time. And oh yeah, let's not forget that she just now gets the idea to have the xenomorphs attack her so that her own acidic blood could melt the chains that she's in. What? She didn't come up with that before. Well, no, she had to have it in a dream. <laughs> the whole thing just doesn't make any sense. And, and okay, shut your brain out to all this and approach it like you're not a person like me who has read the comic books and the novels and look at it like that objectively. I guess it's kind of fun. No, it's not. Kind of. But it just, it's so boring. Uh, ultimately, it's just boring. It doesn't have a compelling story to tell. I don't identify with any of the characters. There's no reason for the humans to be there. Yeah, the main character, the the heroine that we're supposed to follow through this whole thing and identify with is completely unidentifiable because the whole time she's just whinging, let's go back to the boat. She doesn't even want to be there in the first place. She almost quits. She gets guilted into staying and then whinges about it the entire time. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm supposed to believe that she helps a a predator take down an alien queen? Yeah, no, not buying it. What? Yeah. And, and and let's not let's not, you know, leave out how they did that. Oh, they tied her to a water tower and sunk her into the ocean. It's already been established in the xenomorph lore that they can survive the vacuum of space. Yeah. So Drowning her in the ocean isn't going to do any more than that would. But the water is going to neutralize the acid. Oh, poop. <laughs> or they left it open for a sequel. Which they did. Which the I've Pernalian. never seen. I can't. No, I won't. The first one was bad enough. The second one I've actually heard, if you can believe it, is worse. No, thank you. I watched that one. Fool me once. Yeah. <laughs> Shame on you. Fool me eight or more times, but shame that's, on me. that's all there's really worth talking about with that movie, is that it's just bad and it's boring and there's nothing compelling about it whatsoever. The predators don't act like predators. The aliens nope. don't act like aliens. Nope. The humans have no reason to be there. Nope. Other than cattle, maybe. Yeah, that's... That's the basic idea, yes. Apparently in the distant past, humans would just volunteer themselves to be infected with the xenomorph in order to give these predators something to hunt. Captain Butthurt saves the day. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Uh, I didn't watch two, and you didn't either. Uh, Requiem, or whatever you said the other one was. It's Alien vs. Predator Requiem, and no, I refuse. I hadn't watched either. Uh, So that takes us to Predators. Unless I skip something there. Nope. Because The Predator is coming out next year. Yeah, 2018, yeah. So we're at Predators. Yep. I enjoyed Predators. I did too. Uh, I like the premise of it, where now instead of the Predators going out to these other worlds and getting them, they just go capture the people. They go and capture back people the game and, reserve. Yeah, and seed the game preserve themselves. Uh, the first time I was watching it, the whole time I'm sitting there, I'm like, okay. You know, everybody is a, a trained, established killer. Yep. Why is Topher Grace here? <laughs> Why is quote unquote Venom here? Yeah, Eric part of me was like, so when's the Venom symbiote? Why is come Eric out? Foreman here? Yeah, and you know he does. You find out later, of course. Yeah, but... you find out later, but the turn is just that was maybe one of the few problems I had with that movie because it made no sense. Just came out of nowhere. Yeah, it just it didn't even come out of left field. It came out from behind the fucking ballpark. Just, yep, this is why I'm here. It's like they got to that point and then forgot to tell us why he was there. Oops. So they just kind of threw it in real quick. Yeah, I, I, I would have bought the whole, they give the group one person. A healer. Who helps, but is fundamentally useless to the combat effectiveness of the group. So they constantly have to save him. Thereby giving their prey a weakness. Exploiting human ba- basic human weakness. See, or I would have taken it as, okay... We gave you seven badasses and a healer. Yeah. We're not going to attack the healer. Right. 
You know, they could have done it that way. Instead, he does his turn, and it's just like, what? For no reason. Why? And now he's he's choosing now to to turn? I mean, okay. What? <laughs> just, you know, I just sat there going, what? Why? Do these people not know anything about serial killers? They're not going to do something at this particular moment in time. I mean, do they, I, I mean, yeah, there, there is such a thing, but do they think that all serial killers, especially one as intelligent as this guy is. As a doctor. As Dexter. <laughs> yeah. Who is just going to spontaneously kill somebody because he can't control his urge. That's not how that works. Self-preservation would compel him to not do what he does. Well, yeah, his intelligence alone should. Yeah. But so yeah, that, it doesn't make any sense. They did it for like a tension hook or whatever. Um, but whatever, that's one of the few bad parts about the movie. Yeah, like I said, that's probably my only yeah. complaint, really. Uh, I thought Adrian Brody was great. He just just this horrible dick, who just ends up as slightly less of a dick by the end of the. End of but the here's film. here's the thing: if you were put in that situation, would you act any different? Probably not. I know I wouldn't. No. <laughs> so they're like, we need to rest. Identifiable. Yeah, they're like, we need to rest. So rest. Rest. We I'm need moving. to stick together. So follow me. He's like, I'm going to do my thing. If you want to tag along, that's fine. But otherwise, go fuck yourself. Yeah. So, <laughs> and the fact that he, yeah, he's a mercenary. You, you know, it's not a plot twist here. Yeah. Or spoiler. He's a mercenary. Likes hunting. You know, basically, he's he's a trained killer. Doesn't know what else to do with his life. Yeah. So he's like, he can, you know, he's thinking exactly like a predator, like, well, we're being hunted. Yeah. They flushed us out with the dogs. You know, it's basically one of those, like, he doesn't necessarily realize it when it's happening, but after it happens, he's like, okay, that's what they just did, so here should be our next move. He plays right. it like a giant chess game. Yeah. With guns. Oh, my nose itches. Yeah. Um, Larry Fishburne using their tech against him, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, and like, you know, Danny that would Trejo's is, in it too. Yeah, Danny Trejo. <laughs> I mean, isn't it a Troublemakers studio film? Or no, it's Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, it's Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, he he helped produce it, so it stands to reason that Danny Trejo would be in it. <laughs> uh, I like the um, uh, Yakuza guy. I can't for the life of me think of his name. Uh, Hanzo. I Hanzo. remember because I was yeah. like, oh fucking Hanzo, man. Fucking Hanzo. Yeah. <laughs> um. But I, he goes toe to toe with one, and just yep. he dies in the process too. But he takes but he it takes out. one out. Yep. Um. Uh. I did like that samurai fight that they had yeah. there. Cause that's exactly what yeah. it was. Yeah. It, I just thought it was interesting that you know, and it, it it speaks volumes to the like the the honor system that the predators have. Because it could have whipped out its plan with caster and shot him and been done. Yeah, but he but instead a fair fight. it chose to fight him fairly, you know, bladed weapon against bladed weapon, and uh, that's one of the things about the predators that's probably the most compelling is their system of honor. It's like, yeah, they're malevolent. Don't get me wrong. I mean, they captured people with the intent to kill them, but they have their own system of of morals and and ethics and honor that demands that they meet a challenge with the appropriate response. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, uh, the fight at the end, the way that, uh, that Adrian Brody's character fights it. Sets everything on fire, then yeah. runs out of the fire uh -huh. and smacks him. Just and running all over the, the place, fire. smacking him, and then sitting there bashing on his fucking head with that axe or hatchet or whatever it was yeah. that he had, and cutting its head off, you know, that was all really cool. Um, I mean... The movie ends on sort of a cliffhanger, I guess, but I don't see any other possible conclusion than they both died. The end. Yeah, I mean, unless they randomly found another working right. ship, because the other predator, the smaller predator, did show him like, okay, you're here, you need to go back here, and we know they're in. Yeah, uh, it looked like a moon of Jupiter. Yeah, it goes it goes towards that whole um, system of honor that they have, like you know. In Predator 2, they didn't kill Danny Glover because, you know, he fought fairly and won. 
And killing somebody out of revenge like that isn't really part of their system of ethics. It is what it is. Well, and it's also that, you know, the other guy fought knowing this was a possible outcome. Yeah. So, um, you know, Adrian Brody's character, he did, in fact, fight fairly and won. So, but now we're getting into the black super predators versus the regular predators. Which ones were they found by? Were they found by the regular predators or the, the black super predators? The black super predators, they'd kill them. Enough said. They didn't have the same system of honor, um, clearly. If it was the smaller, regular predators, maybe. Well, I know, think, look I at think what you if did. it was the smaller ones, probably because he set one of them free. Yeah. And then he also killed the big the big super predator, so, you know, he would yeah. basically be part of their clan if you right. kind of go off what they normally do. Right. So it's it's hard to say. It just depends. But it, I thought it was really good. I was honestly surprised the first time I watched it. The first time I watched it, oh, because I was coming off of Alien vs. Predator, you know. I didn't, so I was like, oh. I didn't see it in theaters because of Alien vs. Predator. Yeah, I'm like, oh, this is going to be really bad, isn't it? I waited till I picked it up for seven fifty yeah. on a Black Friday. <laughs> and then I watched it, and I was honestly surprised. I thought it was really good. And then I was like, damn, I should have gave them my $10 to yeah. see it in the theaters. They basically just like, okay, Predator 2 didn't happen. <laughs> No, no, they they have honestly flat out said that Predator yeah. Two is in a quote unquote parallel universe and doesn't it never happen. Yeah, this is the true sequel to Predator. So you know the constant nods to the original Predator movie, the use of the music, everything like that. I thought was all really good. And I honestly think old Larry Fishburne probably played the best character in the movie, or maybe I should say did the best acting in the movie because yeah. You know, it's basically he's been there for who knows how long. He's mentally cracked. Yeah. He's gone mentally. You know, and he just he becomes more, I guess, more animalistic, maybe might be a good way to say it. Like he knows yeah. how to fight them. Right. But he's also like, Well, I ain't fucking feeding these six extra mouths. I'm just gonna fucking kill them and be take their stuff. Take yeah. their stuff. Cause it could be useful in helping me survive. Yeah, exactly. But the one thing I guess maybe the second thing is Larry just Goes out like a little bitch. You say, oh, you finally found me, big boy. Boom. Like, didn't even put up a fight or anything at that point, and that was a little... That was a little sad. Yeah, it seemed out of character. You would think that he would have put up a fight. But no, he just stands there and gets blown into smithereens. Goo. <laughs> yeah. Um, If you haven't seen that one for some reason, I know it. it's new-ish. It's, it's 2014, isn't it? 2010. 2010? Okay. I believe it was 2010. Better double check just to make sure. Uh, fuck a duck. Well, if my phone will go, I will check just to make sure. Okay, here we go. Predators. It, it, yeah, 2010. Okay. So, you know, fun facts about the movies. Uh, the Predator blood was apparently done with the stuff that's glow inside stick. glow sticks and KY jelly. Yeah. That's how they did the blood. Uh, they had to mix it up constantly because that glow goes away almost in t immediately <laughs> once you take it out of the stick. Um, I read somewhere or something, uh, the Predators make their own masks prior to going out on their first hunt. So yeah, each Predator's, yeah, each Predator's mask is unique to the Predator that wears it. Uh, that's why the Jungle Hunter's mask doesn't look like the City Hunter's mask. And why a lot of the other masks are very unique and different in their own ways. Um, they're a matriarchal society, and the females are larger. Um, they live on an extremely volcanic planet, apparently, which attests to their love of the heat, but that does in no way imply why? that they can't stand the cold. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, there's all kinds of interesting stuff out there. If you're a big fan of Predators and you've never read any of the Aliens vs. Predator comic books, I would definitely suggest that you do so. I'm sure you can find omnibuses of them. That's something Dark Horse loves to do with all of their Almost older titles <laughs> is, is make an omnibus that collects all of, of a, of a story arc. Um, and of course there's novelizations of the aliens versus predator comic books as well. If you don't want to try to find comic books, you can pick up the novels as well. 
Um, and also, means there's probably audio books out there somewhere. Oh, almost certainly. Um, it's a lot of people costuming Predators now. Most of them look really good, yeah, too. Yeah, and most of them look really, really good. Um, my, uh, my only issue with that would be they're not tall enough most of them so yeah but seven foot two i mean yeah come i mean on. you can kind of overlook yeah. that just because the costume is as cool as it is yeah i mean not everybody can be seven foot two they're stilts <laughs> everybody can be seven but foot you two. look so weird when you're wearing the leg extensions their their walk is just odd whenever yeah. you're doing leg extensions uh <sighs> Is there anything else you want to talk about? We're Not really. Right around an hour, so. Yeah. I mean, you know, predators are fun. They're interesting. You know, there's plenty of lore out there for people to look at if they're looking for more, you know, if they're looking to geek out on it. There's plenty of stuff out there to geek out on. It's not just restricted to the films. And I promise you, you'll enjoy the comic books or the novelizations of Alien vs. Predator way more than you would the movie. Oof. You know, almost out of morbid curiosity, almost, since it's the one I haven't seen, I almost want to watch Requiem. Yeah, I've had that same urge. Morbid curiosity, but AVP is so bad. Yeah, I've had that same urge occasionally. I've seen it. Like, I saw it in the $5 bin at Walmart once. I don't know. I'm not like too much. uh, $5 seems a bit much. Yeah, so, you know, if I can go to... Hollywood, or not, it's not Hollywood video. God, that's in the way back machine. <laughs> I was meant to say family video and find it for a dollar rental, maybe. Yeah. A dollar for five nights. Yeah. You know, or one of those things like, here, I have it. You want to borrow it? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I'll watch it. Why not? Yeah, at least it didn't cost me anything. Exactly. Except my precious time. <laughs> well, at this point, um, if you're done, yeah, I do believe I'm- we can quit any time we want. But where's the fun in that? Good night, everyone. And that does it for another episode of The Geekaholics! What crazy shenanigans will our hosts get into next? Join us on the next fun-filled episode to find out! Same geek time, same geek channel. 